Hello, it's Brenda with another near-death experience story from the NDE Research Foundation website to read to you. As always, there was some very minor editing for things like flow, grammar, and clarity, but almost every word is as it was written by the experiencer. This story is by Jacqueline H.W., who experienced clinical death from an allergic reaction. CPR was given, and she later woke up in the ICU. This is what happened in the interim. She explains her experience as follows. There was a point of knowing. With that knowing came no fear. I wasn't frightened at all. Also, at that point, there is no concept of time. As on my return back to my body and back to this earth, I was told that I was clinically dead for 12 minutes. Time seemed to go faster or slower than usual. When I was told that I'd passed over for 12 minutes, I was very surprised. I experienced so much on my passing that it seemed much longer. I had a feeling of traveling through a tunnel while surrounded by light. The light was tremendous and to normal earth eyes would seem almost blinding. The brightness and beauty of everything was extreme. When I came back to my body, the world looked much duller. Sound and motion were all incredibly intense there, yet gentle and soft and not a strain. The sound was of beauty, not busyness. I felt nothing but pure love. Love surrounded me and I knew that the intentions of everybody around me were all for good. I felt peace and incredible joy. I felt united and at one with the world. I understood everything about myself and others. There were no feelings of conflict, all past dissatisfactions with relationships and with myself seemed meaningless because the only thing that is real is love. That is the only emotion that our spirit takes with us. The first thing that I saw when I came through the tunnel was our dog, Mr. Miyagi, who had passed six months earlier. He had died of old age, but upon that meeting, he was like a lion in his prime. He was sitting in a meadow and he radiated love for me 
and for our time together on earth. We didn't communicate through words. It was just a knowing. And this beautiful meadow was clearly unearthly as it had such rich colors that I have never seen on a color palette on earth. The flowers were so bright and there was an endless stream of openness. I then met Malcolm G, who is a lifelong family friend and a very strong influence in the way my early adult life panned out. He had passed of cancer a few years earlier and was a strong, handsome young man. I was actually surprised that he passed of cancer as he'd always been very sick as a child, suffering from kidney disease and having had two kidney transplants. His body was always weak, yet I felt a sense of laughter all the way around Malcolm, as he always had a wonderful sense of humor and wanted to be a comedian. I think he would make all the spirits around him laugh. I then saw my mother, Margaret, who had committed suicide eight years earlier. She was beautiful, a petite lady with long blonde hair and surrounded by children, as if she was teaching them or talking to them. She radiated peace and none of the trauma she had experienced in her lifetime. Her message to me was very strong, that I was very much loved and to stay connected to my sister Although my sister and I have always had a lot of love for each other, we have never been particularly connected. My mother's last words to me were, the only thing that's real is love. And as I have been told by numerous people, those were the first words I spoke upon awakening. encounter was with my father, John, who had been brutally murdered 20 years before the date of my encounter. He looked incredibly tall. He was very statuesque with his jet black brill creamed hair. He looked very dapper. He radiated peace and was incredibly refined and charming. My father in this lifetime was the type of person who had a presence when he walked in the room. Again, I was told I was very much loved and from that point on, I felt a tremendous force as if being pushed at great speed. Then I awoke. I strongly remember the presence of four people in the room in the intensive care at the hospital, but I could not see them. 
I could tell there were two doctors. Rhonda, a lady who lived on the property with us, and my husband David, who I could see had a strong pale blue aura. But, as I said, when I awoke, I had no vision. So I went by a stronger sense. And I was not for one minute scared or fearful of not regaining my sight, or, as I was told by the doctors, that I could have severe disabilities neurologically and physically from my long period of death. I regained my sight with time, but in the meantime, I had no fear. Spiritually, I am Buddhist. My friend's path of being a Christian may not be the same as my viewpoint, yet is still for the purpose of love. I have found with all my friends that we can really love one another, regardless of different opinions. I believe that our purpose is the same for all. I greatly believe that we all have love as the core of our being and the wanting to be loved. But we create boundaries through what we call culture, tradition, and religion. Things we created to give ourselves a sense of belonging, yet somehow give us a sense of our difference. But what I now know is that we are all here for the same purpose. And the only emotion that is real is love. The rest we manifest through our circumstances and the choices we make. I definitely have a strong sense of knowing that our spirit is here for the purpose of sharing and to love one another. And the people that come into our life are relevant in this way. The only thing that is real is love. Every part of my experience is incredibly meaningful. The first part where I met my dog that had passed, Mr. Miyagi, it told me that it is very important to live with animals and to love them. They're part of our spirit's experience. My dear friend Malcolm showed me the strength I had during early years for all the challenges that would come into my life. And both of my parents taught me from an early age to think outside the box. And they confirmed to me that we did choose this contract and I did choose them as my parents when I came into this life. On a final note, in my thoughts and dreams when I was a young girl, I could fly everywhere. I could be anything. But just prior to this experience, my own self-doubt had weighed me down. I now remember that my father used to say that only the good die young. And it is true that both of my parents passed away young but I also remember 
that they were both high-spirited people. And that is the contract that I took on for my life. I realized that you need to be high-spirited. You know what we call an upbeat person because it is always about choice. Also, I know that I chose my husband David many years ago in the contract of my life to intervene for me because he is a much more spiritual person than I am. But I also know that we use that word too often. And what it really comes down to, what I have learned, is that it's all about being a loving person. The only thing that is real is love.